We are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you, the business owner. Before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step by step, and it's completely free. Hi, and welcome to episode 87. Blair, we'll start with what do your customers actually want and need? And then I'm going to give you some advice for a festive pretox. A festive pretox? Mm, that sounds interesting. I know, you're going to be doing it. Are we Watch practicing out. what we preach? We absolutely are. Oh, crikey. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> well, I look forward to hearing what that is. Right, so today I wanted to talk about what your customers actually want and need. So uh, last week in episode 86, talked around marketing with Ryan Holtz uh, in that episode and particular based around the topic of people who start businesses but are basically too focused on themselves and then don't think about what the customer actually wants. So not only do they start setting up their business and branding around themselves but then they fail to make that switch to the customer and that's the key thing you know, when it comes to product creation and marketing is you need to do that switch over, you know. So it's taking that whole brand that you've created around yourself and what you want to be sort of portraying and then switching it over and pushing that product and that marketing towards the customer. So I wanted to talk a bit more about that today and give you some steps to how we can sort of work through those that sort of changeover. So I guess your business success, you know, really relies on you connecting well with your customer's base. So that's specific to your niche, you know, and listening to their problems and their pain points and then creating it and setting up your offer around what would actually fix those pain points for them. Okay, so it's easier said than done. And, you know, we get a lot of feedback around, well, how do I actually find out what my potential customers want? So there's a number of ways we can do this. And so I'm going to run through five of them here today just to give you a start on this. So the first one would be Facebook. So what I do is I go in there and I search for groups, you know, that are interested or are set up around basically the niche topic or the product that I'm looking at doing. And then you can join these groups. Some of them might be private, so you might have to ask for permission to get access, but normally that's not an issue. Um, so once you're in, you can then browse the feed for that group and look at the discussion that's being had around that particular niche topic. What are the problems that people were talking about in there? You know, so look for those and then note them down in a spreadsheet. So you want to start collating all of this in, in a spreadsheet for you to review later on. So in the second one is Cora. So I go on there quite a bit as well. So with this platform, it's a bit more conversational so it's based around you know you can go in and search topics and search terms that relate to your product or your niche uh, and then you'll find discussions around those and so people are using Quora to post questions and get answers from you know a wide range of audience from sort of laymen to um, experts on the topic so basically it's a perfect place to go and search for uh, you know, questions and also solutions as well. So, you know, look for the solutions that people are answering those questions on and note them, you know, down in your spreadsheet again. 
third one is Amazon. So on each product listing, Amazon has people's reviews of that product. So this is really good because what you can do is you can go and search your niche and then look at some potential products and read the reviews and particularly focus on the bad reviews. So what I mean by the bad reviews is the one and two star reviews. So have a look at those because what they're showing is they're showing what the problems the people had with the product. So they say, oh, you know, the product was good apart from it had a really weak handle and it broke the first week I used it, you know. And so you'd look at that product and go, well, okay, that shows me that if that's a similar product to mine, I need to make sure that my handle on my product is a lot stronger than, you know, these ones that are currently on the market. So it shows what the problems are and it shows how you can actually get in there and, and solve and solve that pain point for those those customers so again note those down in your spreadsheet so number four is a quiz this is a bit different so set up a quiz which you can target your potential customers at and that could be via paid ads or anything like that to drive some traffic to your quiz and you could offer a prize as an incentive for them to complete the quiz and then it allows you to write up some really targeted questions for your potential customers and have them provide you answers in the quiz. And then it allows you to review all of those and, and create um, you know, your product around solutions to their problems. So the, the thing with the, the paid ads, so you do that via Facebook, and that really allows you to get really granular with your Facebook ads of who you're targeting. So then you can really make sure that you're targeting your quiz at your exact customer that you, that you want to um, you know, get questions answered for. So the, the fifth and final one is interest groups and organizations. So find local groups. So we're not talking about online here. We're talking about local groups to you ones that you can actually meet to discuss their pain points. So real human interaction can bring out a lot deeper level of response than in, say, written reviews online, you know, because people are a lot can be a lot more reserved online. And on the flip side, they can be a lot less reserved online. But if you're meeting with people, you probably get a lot more information out of them. Um, and so it's a good one if you can find these organisations. So do a bit, bit of a Google search and, and see if you can find um, you know, organisations you can meet up. It might be a coffee group or something like that. Um, so that's another another good one to do. So we've covered off five sort of separate, I guess, platforms and areas you can do a bit of research in. And these are just a few of the ways that you can find out, you know, what your potential customers are having problems with. So if you really want to nail down, you know, your research, what you can look to do is like I mentioned before, not only look for the problems that people are having, but really research the answers that people give, because these are real clues to solutions that you can then develop into your niche or your product. Okay, so you don't need to be a genius to research and provide a solution. You just need a structured process like I've talked about today and be able to collate the data and draw some meaningful conclusions from it. Okay, so once you've got your list in your spreadsheet, Basically, review them and, and look how you can incorporate them into your product. So an example, because I haven't really given any examples yet. So if you're, say, interested in setting up in the gardening niche and you've found customers have issues with, say, I don't know, uh, insects on their vegetables, you know, you might 
see online when you're doing this research that other people suggest to cover the plants with say a lightweight um, you know material or fabric mesh to keep the insects out so I guess if you're doing thinking about a physical product in your business then you might like to sort of look at a as a, um, a mesh solution that you could sell to gardeners you know if you're into content then you might like to write about the topic and provide some solutions in the topic you know with affiliate links to say garden supply companies or amazon so you can get a commission via that affiliate link for um any sales that come from your content so there's plenty of ways to do it and that's just an example of how you could sort of look at that idea look at the pain point and look at a solution and then you know sell it through to your customer if you've got the structure and you plan your research you should be out easily able to step by step work through and get a product or offering that serves your customer and that's the key thing you know um, so if you're at that stage right now i'd say go set up a spreadsheet and spend the next few days or the next week using the five uh, areas that i've talked about today to go and research and look for those pain points and the solutions and start developing a product or idea that's going to serve your customer better than what's out there on the market. And one other thing is like, you know, if you're having you know, problems with this, if you're stuck, um, because I mean, I know it makes it sound simple sometimes in these podcasts and, you know, I, I get stuck with certain things and, and you might with this process, feel free to get in touch with us. You know, we're more than happy to help. You know, we've got our contacts in the show notes. So, drop us a line, we'll, we will actually reply to you and um, hopefully get you back on track. And now I look forward to the festive pre-tox with Emily. Yes, indeed. Yeah, you might be um, thinking twice about that beer you're drooling over. No, yes, well. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. Um, right, I'm going to talk to you in this episode about starting a festive pre-tox because... Well, I can't believe it's actually nearly, de nearly December, oh, <laughs> a couple of days away now. Yeah. Well, it means that our bodies are going to be subjected to probably quite a few weeks of booze, late nights and lots of rich food. So I'm just going to give you some tips on how to prep your body for that and um, how to get ready in terms of your diet and exercise. So firstly, fibre is a really important thing to be making sure you've got enough of in your diet. It can really help to... Uh, cleanse your bowel and keep everything sort of working and moving through your body and so keeping your metabolism good and your digestion working well which is important if you're eating you know lots of rich foods um other things to start maybe ha bringing into your diet uh, is asparagus that's great because well, in new zealand at the minute it's in season so there's lots of asparagus in the supermarket so we're doing lots of things with asparagus at the minute also architect hearts and fruit are also good ways to support your liver. Um, so trying to get some snacks like grapes into your lunch um, can really help you prepare for some of those boozy nights out. Also, aloe vera juice is a great uh, way to line your stomach. So try having a shot of it before you go out and when you get home can really help your body prepare for having some alcohol and also in the recovery as well. And as I said then about lining your stomach, other things to include maybe almonds or nut butter, things that maybe have some healthy fats in them like salmon, avocado, pasta and things like that can all help to line your stomach and slow the digestion 
during the evening. So alcohol isn't going straight to in, into your liver. It's really important that you do line your stomach with some food. A lot of this food, these foods that you're mentioning, like, um, you know, you were talking about asparagus. You know, obviously, if you're in America at the moment, we're not, we're in New Zealand, but, you know, there might not be asparagus available. So look for tinned alternatives because we get that yeah. a lot down here where we get out of season quite a lot. So we're, uh, we buy a lot of tinned stuff, you know, and it's yeah. actually quite it's good quality you know like tomatoes and things we get tomatoes so much cheaper tinned and there's nothing dif no difference no, they've, they've got, yeah they actually say tinned tomatoes can actually be better for you because they're um the way they're processed actually yeah. brings out the goodness in them but also i think it's important as well to um perhaps do a bit of research on what vegetables are in season because it is actually always good to be eating vegetables that are in season as well and i'm sure there will be vegetables that will also be as good for you as asparagus and still do the same things and helping with your liver so i think maybe a little bit of both also when you're out and deciding on what drinks to go for try to um think about going for some slightly healthier options vodka lime and soda is an extremely low in calories you know rather than sort of calorie laden cocktails and wine is a good option also champagne prosecco is also lower in calories than wine which is quite interesting mm. so food and drink choices is important and a lot of people probably don't think about that they just go out and think of it as a, a night out without thinking too much about what they're actually drinking yeah and then feel awful the next day mm, yeah. <laughs> blair's really good at this and i'm not but making sure you drink plenty of water and herbal teas actually i, I do drink a fair few herbal teas but that really helps to hydrate your body on the days that you're drinking and also, just remember as well, while you're drinking and out, just remember to have a glass of water there. You know, when you're having some wine, have a glass of water there at the same time and just be mindful to try and sip through that as well. And um, my final thing in terms of diet is maybe trying to get a probiotic into your, into your diet and through maybe yogurt. Just natural yogurt is really, really good. Or actually taking a good quality supplement can really help you got to recover. Now on to exercise as well, because you can't just prepare your body through your diet. It is important to balance that with also some exercise. Now, each day in December, uh, I'm going to be posting on Instagram a different exercise to add to your daily routine. A bit like an advent calendar, but rather than getting any chocolate or seeing a picture behind the, the window, you're, I'm gonna be giving you a 30 second exercise task to do that day. So for example, day one, I'll give you a little heads up in two days time, that's going to be doing a plank for 30 seconds. So assume a push-up position with your elbows at a 90 degree angle, your forearms rested on the floor, your body should be in a straight line from your head to your ankles, and you're going to do 30 seconds of holding that plank. So have a go, follow us on Instagram, and you really will feel a lot better through December. Crikey. So there's, there's 24 days worth of... Uh, yeah, the last one will be on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. Okay, right. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, well, let us know how you get on. Yeah, okay, cool. I'll, uh, I'll give it a go myself, actually. So uh, look forward uh, to yeah. checking out the Instagram. <laughs> Alrighty, well that'll give you a good bit of prep going into the uh, holiday season and um, look, we've uh, pretty much done our dash here for episode 87, so we will see you in the next one.
any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. And remember that our website is a huge resource of free step-by-step guides for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend.